Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Next up, Conscious Parenting with Sandra Jones Keller. Let's bring them on to reintroduce themselves, the show, and what's up for today. Here we go. Hello, Nicole, and thank you so much. We are excited to be here. Once again, my name is Sandra Jones Keller, and this is the Conscious Parenting Show. I'm a spiritual energy healer and conscious parenting coach. Joining me today are my husband, Thomas. And our 17-year-old daughter, Mecca. Say hello, Mecca. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So we're broadcasting live on News for the Soul Radio. Email your questions to ontheair at telus.net or call in to 646-595-4274. Maybe you have questions about discipline or bedtime or tantrums. Whatever is on your mind, we'll do our best to answer it. And we've been doing this show for a year now, so we have at least 12, 15, 20 20, 20. (laughs) 20 episodes. So if any of you can give us an update on a question you asked previously, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and how you're doing. That's a great, I love that. How are you doing? You know, you've been listening to this show for quite a while, and so... How is your conscious parenting journey going? And some of a lot of you are concerned about maybe starting late or wait, nobody started later than me. No, I'm not talking okay, wait, say <laughs> No, you were already doing conscious parenting from the time she was like, but I had, I had uh, my daughter when I was fifty years old and that's pretty late. Yeah, that's not the late I was talking oh, about, but that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what were you talking about? I was talking about some people were concerned because maybe their kids were tweens or teens, and they had been doing more traditional parenting, and then they realized that there was an alternative, maybe conscious parenting, mm-hmm. and then they were wondering if, wow, did I mess up my kids or something like that. But <laughs> So that's a different kind of late, but you know what? Late is late, right? And it's never too late. And now at 68 years old, oh. I have a 17-year-old just about to turn 18 and go off to college. Woo-hoo. I love that. You made me sound so old when you Cause it's <laughs> when I said that number. Hey, I'm not that far behind you, so I'm just teasing you. So today we are going to be discussing Lesson 2, Affirmations, from my 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid Workbook. So follow along if you have the workbook. And if you don't have this awesome family resource yet, you can purchase it on Amazon. That's 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid by Sandra Jones Keller. And I love this workbook because it's easy to use and it teaches your kids uh, life skills that extend beyond the classroom. Yeah, and, you know, in this quote-unquote new age, I think it's critical that kids have tools to deal with stuff that's happening in the world. I think it's critical for parents and adults to have tools. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we certainly use ours. We certainly use ours. So what is an affirmation? What do you think an affirmation is, Thomas? Give an example. It is some kind of positive statement that an individual uses to affirm that they are something, have something, 
or manifesting something? So give an example. What do you think an affirmation is? Just give an example. Uh, I am courageous. Okay. That would be an affirmation. If I didn't feel courageous, I would say I am courageous. And I like I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. So I like that one right now. Okay. I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. So an affirmation is a declaration that something is true. It's a statement intended to provide encouragement, emotional support, or motivation. Now, this is why I love this lesson. But according to the Boulder Coaching Academy, research has shown that we have between 45,000 and 51,000 thoughts a day. That's about 150 to 300 thoughts a minute. I'm pushing 60,000. <laughs> research has also shown that for most people, 80% of those thoughts are negative. So the study continues with affirmations make you consciously aware of your thoughts. When you start making conscious positive thoughts, you actually become more aware of the negative thoughts that are always threatening to take over. What do you think about 80%? Yeah, well, I know, I know in my past it was 80 to 90%. Yeah. And over the years that definitely has changed. So let me ask you this. Me? Do you think you use affirmations? <laughs> you know what? I know I do. I use one particular affirmations, and my I, thoughts about affirmations have changed over the years, over the last 20, 25 years. Shall I say more? Well, okay, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we all use affirmations, whether consciously or subconsciously. There are things we affirm without even realizing it. So can you name something you say over and over, whether out loud or in your mind? And be honest. Like what's something that you say over and over? I am a direct download of the divine. Okay. Yes. You asked for it. Yeah, I, no, I, I did. Say it. I say it every morning before I get out of bed. Okay. Silently. Cause... <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. And so... There are things that, let me see, what do I say over and over? Oh, sometimes, okay, I have I have improved. Like, oh, well, this is going to be hard. Or I don't know how to do that. And so an affirmation is not just, the, you know, we think of it as that positive thing, but it's everything that we're saying. Because remember. Oh, oh, well, this is a different context then if you're calling that an affirmation. Well, that's, that's. You're including every thought. Well, that's why we're having this conversation. Okay. So why do some affirmations work and some don't, you wonder? Affirmations are always working. You just may not realize what you're telling yourself. Okay. So if you go around saying things like, I'm stupid, it's too hard, nobody gets me, then that is exactly what will show up in your life. Okay. Now, I used to call those thoughts. Okay. Not affirmations. Okay. And they are thoughts, but when something is repeated over and over, it does become an affirmation, whether you want it okay. to or not. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so every word you speak is energy. This energy goes out of your mouth, into the air, into the world, and is fulfilled. It is the same with your thoughts. So you're talking about thoughts. Yes. You know, your thoughts are creating your life. It's time to pay attention to what you're thinking and saying. You have tremendous power rolled up inside of you. Use this power to your benefit, not to your detriment. So you're talking about thoughts and thinking, oh, well, I didn't consider those affirmations. But if someone is going around saying, I'm stupid, nobody gets me, this is too hard, 
that does become an internal affirmation. Because I am affirming. Because you are affirming, especially a when particular you thought. Especially when you put the I am in front of anything. Of course. That is like you're identifying with a higher power. The I am is the highest affirmation. So you really want to be cognizant of what you put after I am. Right. I am amazing. I am a direct download of God. I am a bum. A bum. Yeah. I am never going to get this. I am a failure. Yeah. So when you are saying things like that to yourself, then you look out and you see, well, my affirmations aren't working. But let's go back to this 80% of the thoughts are negative. Mm -hmm. So your affirmations are actually working. Mm -hmm. But you just haven't been paying attention to what you've been telling yourself. Oh, there you go. So you've got to become conscious of your thoughts slash affirmation. Yeah. Okay, let's use pizza as an example. So if you have a pizza cut into 10 slices and eight of those slices are rotten, negative, then you can only eat two slices of pizza. So what a waste of pizza. Well, you don't want to waste eight out of 10 of your thoughts and words on negativity. So be careful about what you think about and say because you are creating your life moment by moment. You know, I just heard a friend uh, make a statement that in a meditation prior to the actual silence part of it. And he was saying that he now thinks about what he explained when he says the word diet. He not only means the food he consumes, but he means the thoughts he thinks, mm -hmm. the music yeah. he listens to. the Everything that he mm -hmm. takes in mm -hmm. is his diet, yeah, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Absolutely. Because if you're looking at your life and you're wondering why it is a certain way, then you want to start looking at what you're thinking. Oh, you thinking. better believe this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have a caller holding, area code 203. So what's your first name and where are you calling from? My phone is in my pocket. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Um, What's your first I'm name? Okay, well, thank you so much for listening, and please spread the word. So we are okay. broadcasting live. Okay. On... I'm sorry, did you say something? It's much easier if you send your uh, questions in email form because the that phone was breaking up so badly we could not even hear anything. So you can email your questions to on the air at telus.net or call in to 646-595-4274. So right now we are live on air, Sandra, Thomas, and Mecca. Send in, uh, send in some information about how you use affirmations and how they have been working for you. Okay, so we've been talking about affirmations. So what do affirmations have to do with conscious parenting? What do you think? What do you think to do? <laughs> because becoming aware of our thoughts will reveal into us, to us our underlying beliefs, yep. which manifest into the world we live in because we're creating our world with our thoughts, whether we believe it or not. So these uh, negative affirmations, if that's a possibility, we're creating a negative world of, uh, in many ways. So it, what we are consuming is one way we can tell what we're thinking because we 
are interested in thoughts that are akin to our own. Mm -hmm. So if I watch a particular news or I watch a particular show, it's going to be a reflection of how I think and what I believe, and that's what I'm creating. So the key to conscious parenting is to become aware of our thoughts so that we can transform them from negative to positive to life-deadening to life-affirming to energizing. So, Mecca, why don't you say something about positive and or negative thoughts? I read in a couple of your essays how you've talked about being able to process information look like for you. Can you repeat that? You broke up. Can you repeat that? You broke up. Oh. I was talking about, you know, positive and or negative self-talk. So in your essays, you've been talking about you're able to process your information. So say something about that in relationship to affirmations or just how you deal with the world. Well... Well, who? Why am I? Oh, I'm getting a loop. I'm getting I feel a myself. I feel myself. I I don't know, honey. Why don't you hang up and call back? Getting an echo. Yeah. We're having a little technical yeah. difficulty for a moment, so we're just going to talk on through this okay. while our daughter gets back on. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and hang up and call back. And so when I think of affirmations and conscious parenting. I really, okay, I'm deviating because my intention with this show was to be meaningful. Okay. And I can feel the tears. So my intention with the show was to be meaningful, and I like to bring to the show things that have happened in our lives. And so what's present for me right now is the shooting at UNLV. Okay, that was yesterday's shooting. That was yesterday. And one of my dearest friends attends school there, but she was not on campus. But what comes up for me is we're getting ready to send our daughter to college. And so when you think of a college environment, then you want to think of it as being safe, as being a place to cultivate, as a place for your kid to find their people, to find themselves. And so when these things happen, me as a mother, I get afraid. And I'm committed to not living in fear, but that's what comes up for me, you know, thinking about sending Mecca away to college. And so when I think of conscious parenting and all the work that I've done and all the work that you've done and all the work that we've done together, then I feel like it's irresponsible for me to stay in a state of fear because I know the answer is not letting her go, you know, because something can happen anywhere. And so then how do I use these conscious parenting tools that we talk about when my fear comes up, when something like this comes up. Okay, so, and you said, so why wouldn't you want to stay in a state of fear when this comes up? Oh, well, one, it's just miserable. Yes. But two, it's a disservice to her. 
Because if I'm afraid, she feels my fear, and then I don't want her to be afraid to go away and live her life. And then more than that, I don't want to attract the very thing that I'm afraid of because energy is energy, and we talked about affirmations, and we talked about our thoughts going out into the world, every word I speak, every thought I have going out into the world and then creating my life. So if I stay in a state of fear, then all I'm doing is sending out these fearful thoughts, and I don't want to make a mess or create a situation that I was so afraid of and I drew it to me. Because fearful thoughts will draw exactly what you are afraid of for you. Yeah. And that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. What we think manifests. Yeah. That's how powerful each and every one of us is. What we think manifests in this world so that's why it's so critically important to become aware of our thoughts in the first place and to then transform those negative thoughts within ourselves mm-hmm. so that we're not holding a field that yeah. is dangerous or harmful to our child yeah. because we're afraid yeah. and they might not even be aware of it. And so conscious parenting does not mean that you don't get afraid. It doesn't mean that you're doing everything perfect. It's, to me, conscious parenting is a commitment to, to, do, to deal with my fear. You know, I've been doing my forgiveness work. Um, I've been, you know, running energy and light and blessing the, the situation and the people that were hurt in this. But conscious parenting is just an awareness that I can choose something different in the midst of this fear that I'm experiencing. So I've got to, you know, and I'm emotional because it's still very raw for me. But, you know, like this is my baby, right? And so how do I be responsible and, you know, do my forgiveness work, keep her safe? Like all of this stuff is jumbled. And so I'm still sorting through it and allowing the emotions to come up. Let's take that for its simplest form. All your thoughts are jumbled, but fear is the overriding thought. You can can manifest in many different thoughts, but fear is the bottom line of it. So how do you transform that fear? I do my forgiveness work. I use a process called Ho'oponopono, which is a four-step ancient Hawaiian forgiveness technique. I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. And what that does is it starts kind of, it it goes in as a scrub brush and starts cleaning the fear, the the fearful thoughts, the, the heart, you know, dropping, the stomach dropping, the... The want to, the need to control, like, well, wait a minute, you know, let's keep her here, or how can we put her in a box and concrete and keep her safe? Mm-hmm. And I know none of that is the choice that I'm going to make because I am committed to conscious parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what I hear you saying is you work on yourself to transform those fearful thoughts. Yeah. And heal that particular energy. Yeah. Because we can't. 
do anything with the world on that level. Right, absolutely. But what we create in our each personal universal bubble of life, our family, our friends, our close ones, our people that show up and talk to us daily, weekly, monthly, that's the area that we can create an effect in. And by doing the work that you're talking about, your forgiveness work with Ho'opono, you transform those negative, those fearful emotions, those fearful thoughts into peaceful thoughts or loving thoughts, to be more honest about it, loving thoughts, and then... Yeah, and it's not something that I do once. It's like, oh, yeah, I nailed it. I mean, this is an ongoing process because this fear is, is deep. I can, like, feel it in the core of my being, and so... I breathe into it, and I just ultimately have to give her back to God because I cannot control this physical world. You know, I do my best to give her the tools that we talk about mm-hmm. to have her listen to her intuition to be in touch. But ultimately, I give her back to her higher self knowing that she is divinely guided, just like I am, just like you are, just like everyone else is, when you want to tap into that. Yeah, I love what you just said, because we have two emails that came in, one from Nicole, I mean, one from Sandy in California and Leslie in Chicago, both asking... So go ahead and read Sandy in California. All right, Sandy in California, how can I get my six-year-old granddaughter interested in positive affirmations? And the second one, go ahead. That's the same question. Oh, so Leslie in Chicago, I tried to talk to my 17-year-old daughter about mind power and positive intention, and she looked at me like I was a crazy person. How do I approach the subject in a way that she will be receptive? So what's funny about that is I have a a book called Tips and Trips of Parenting a New Age Kid, and I have a story in there called well, meditate with me. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter was three, and she used to fake meditate, like she would sit there, arms crossed, and basically she was kind of mocking me. And then one day she just, I asked if she wanted to meditate, and she said, no, not interested. Asked her again, no, not interested. And so I actually started taking it personally. Like I thought it meant a rejection of me and my teachings. And through meditation, what I heard was, Leave her alone. You meditate to feel more receptive, to feel closer to God. And she is already there. Mm -hmm. She already feels it. And so, Sandy, in California, I think you model that behavior. And so if you're, I don't know that she knows, six years, she doesn't have to, use quote-unquote positive affirmations because I, we're going, to, we're going to talk to Mecca in a second, but I'm sure she probably doesn't use positive affirmations in the way that maybe I think she does, but she has her own process and her own way of dealing with the world. And so as, as the grandmother, you know, I would give her the information. You can share my book with her. It's got a lot of, you know, great stories in it. But ultimately, you want to watch your thought, what you're thinking, what you're saying, who you're being, and you want to model that. So maybe she never says a positive affirmation, but she has an awareness of keeping her vibration high, of knowing the impact of 
negative thoughts and positive thoughts of knowing universal law. I'll say something. Go ahead. It's akin to me. It's akin to planting a seed. Um, our daughter right now is not interested in affirmations or meditation, and that's to me that is absolutely fine because. This is how I've chosen to live my life and the things that I'm working through. And it's, I'm not choosing for her how to live her life. I'm going to live my life, as my wife said, and model my beliefs and my practices. And she's seeing them. I'm not laying them on there on her. I'm not pressuring her any. If she's go, as she goes off to college and develops her own world and universe and gets her own feedback mirroring from people, then she'll always have at least this in the back of her mind if things get too tough for her and she needs to reach out for something. And that's, I think that's all we can do is we can only model our teachings and our practices and just give them a plant of seed, a seed that might not blossom for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. And so Leslie in Chicago, that's the same with your 17-year-old daughter. We have a 17-year-old daughter, and she has grown up with us, with this information. She's participated in writing five stories in Tips and Trips of Parenting a New Age Kid. She helped me develop the lessons in 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid. And yet she has her own process, her own way, and it just doesn't look like mine. Mm -hmm. So, Mac, are you back? I'm back. I'm back. Okay, it's still so, losing. It's still losing. Maybe take off the take the speaker. Take it off the speakerphone. And then just talk into the phone or put your headphones on. My headphones are on. My headphones are on. Oh. Well, people want to hear from you because we yeah. just got a call. Uh, Maybe take the headphone, take what Bluetooth or headphones off and just try talking directly. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Because Leslie in Chicago has a 17-year-old daughter. And so the question, I don't know if you heard the question. So Leslie in Chicago I says, I tried to talk to my 17 Okay. About the no power losing. of positive okay. intentions. So no losing. Okay. That's okay, baby. Just forget about the losing hand. Because people want to hear from you. You're 17. You know, mm-hmm. you've got two parents who have been on their own journey, me for 30 years, or I don't know how long. You grew up with this. You used to come to our you know, Monday night meditation. So you've been immersed in this your whole life. And so talk about your own process, so how you work your way through things that come up in your life. Well, it's not as as direct. direct. I guess it's not as... I guess it's not as... Concrete. concrete. I don't like to say affirmation as you okay. said, or like, said, or like meditate. Meditate. Mm-hmm. More so. More so. Internal. Internal. Sort of work itself out. Self out. And so, what does that look like? So, say for example, you have a um, a bad performance when you're ice skating. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen you very upset, you know, you've gotten off the ice, you didn't want to talk for an hour or so. So what's going on with you when you're like that? I'll stare at the I'll wall, stare at the for, wall about an hour, for about an hour and then I'll feel better. And then I'll feel better. 
What is the staring it, at the wall doing for you? Like, what are you thinking? Or are you just letting no, the no. what? There's there's nothing there's, going on in my head. Staring blankly at a wall. And then, and I don't know. My emotions process, and then I feel better. And then I feel better. Okay, so the staring at the wall is just to allow your emotions to process. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And how did you realize that worked for you? I don't know. I've just been doing Uh it. Been doing it. And so then are you pretty complete then, like, once you let your emotions process, then are you pretty complete or are you still beating yourself up a day or two later? Uh, sometimes it takes, uh, sometimes a while. it takes a while. And then I'll be okay. And then I'll be okay. And then you're okay. Okay, so for Leslie in Chicago, she says, I tried to talk to my 17-year-old daughter about mind power and positive mm-hmm. intention, and she looked, looked at me like I was a crazy person. How do I approach the subject in a way that she will be receptive? So what can you offer Leslie in Chicago? Um, um, leave her alone. Unless she, like, Unless she, like asks about, asks it. about it. But if she doesn't, but express, if she doesn't interest, express interest, then there's then really no point. There's really no point there's really no point. Why? Because it's just not interested. No. No. <laughs> yeah, because because uh, they'll become resistant if we continue to pressure them. Mm-hmm. It's really a straight up what we call mirroring. If I'm trying to push information onto somebody, they become resistant. They'll only become more resistant the harder I push. I actually think I remember a Star Trek episode that <laughs> okay. demonstrated this very thing. Um, so all we can do is offer the information maybe once, twice, a couple of times, and until they are interested, and mm-hmm. if they are ever interested, then they will ask. And, you know, Leslie in Chicago, I don't know that my daughter looks at me like a crazy person. She just thinks I am. So she just, well, not say, if I say something, she'll just, like, kind of roll her eyes and not say anything because she's not interested. Um, thank you, Leslie in Chicago and Sandy in California. And so I want to say a little bit more about what you um, said, Thomas, about the resistance. And so this week, um, Wait, you're reading. I'm, I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah, pick one. <laughs> okay, let me just see. Let's see. Let's Holly in Ontario. Is it possible that the new generation coming in doesn't have to undo negative programming like us, thus rendering affirmations redundant for them? Absolutely, Holly in Ontario. That's what I've found a lot with my daughter is that the way that I have tried to undo negative programming, the way that I have tried to overcome the struggle, like it just isn't in her consciousness. And so when I was trying to get her to meditate, to feel more connected, she was already connected. And so I was trying to force my process on her. So how in Chicago? Absolutely. What do you think? I think, yeah, 100%. Uh, 
I, I mean, I just say ditto to what you just said, absolutely. And, and let's talk about mirroring at some point in, in this call because that's that directly impacts. Well, let's talk about mirroring now. Okay. <laughs> I know you're just you're chomping at the bit. So. Because the idea <laughs> Thank you, wait, Thank you, Holly, in Ontario. Mirroring is so absolutely important. My wife and I have both lived using this process for together 20 years now mm-hmm. and have it has transformed our lives time and time again without so, fail. Break it down. What is mirroring? In its simplest form, anybody in our particular small world, our closest loved ones, our family, our friends, people we talk to regularly on an ongoing basis, each and every one of them will be reflecting or mirroring back to us own consciousness, unconsciousness and conscious thoughts. So if they say things that we like and are wonderful, then we think, wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a mirror of me. That's a reflection of me. And if they say things that we don't like or disturbs us, we have the we have the tendency to go, oh, well, that's disturbing. I'm not <laughs> like that. I couldn't possibly be doing that. Truth is we are doing exact thing whether we're saying to a friend who all of a sudden starts gossiping. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's, let's not even go out there because we had an incident this morning. What happened? It was, well. I didn't do it. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> so funny. Because you came in here, I was like at the tail end of my exercise, started talking, and you got distracted looking at something outside that you were going to fix. And I said, oh, are you busy now? Or, you know, oh, no, no, I'm busy. But you were completely distracted trying to figure out your next step. Right. Five minutes later, you were talking. Yes. And I started doing my exercise. <laughs> so you <laughs> did exactly. I started doing my exercise. for what I did. Yep. Not a couple minutes prior. And then you looked at me like, oh, am I disturbing you or something? <laughs> and I said, I am just a mirror of you because that's exactly what you did five minutes ago. So, so that's the perfect <laughs> lightweight example. But if we have somebody that gossips, that steals, that backstabs, that dominates, that's angry, that's frustrated, whatever it is that that person is saying to us or doing to us that actually disturbs us internally is what we need to take as our information. That's our mirror. This person is gossiping. This is disturbing me. Where am I gossiping? And I may not be saying a word out loud, but in my mind, I'm gossiping up a storm. Now, I have to go deep inside myself and find that because that's the thoughts and the behavior, mental behavior, that I am going to transform with my whole pono or whatever process we use. Okay, so now this is the Conscious Parenting Show, so I want to circle that into parenting. Our children children. are always a reflection (laughs) of our own consciousness. What we love, what we don't, every bit of it, and they're going to only show to us whatever we need to transform if we're disturbed by it. And so, So, to apply this, if, say, a previous call said, well, I've talked to my child about this, that, and they're not the least bit interested, mm-hmm. I'm disturbed by that. Mm-hmm. I have to take that as my mirror 
and say, where consciousness do I do that very same thing? Somebody Wait, is what? somebody is offering me something, and I just mm. completely deny, reflect, or push it away. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. That's my job. That's it. <laughs> so I actually had a uh, incident. An incident is a big word, but I was um, trying, quote unquote, to help Mecca prepare for a meeting that she had coming up. And so we're in the car, and I'm asking her all these questions, and I could just feel like the resistance, like it was not going well at all. And I was getting kind of frustrated, and she was, you know, shutting down and not wanting to talk. And so I kind of left it alone. And then what I realized later was that's how I prepare for a meeting. Like I have a tendency to over-prepare. So like think of every possible question that could be asked and then have an answer. So that was the way that I prepare. That's not the way that she prepares. So I was projecting my need to be over-prepared onto her and then getting frustrated at her for not doing it my way. Mm-hmm. And so fortunately, I was able to see all that. And so, you know, then later on that day or the next day, I went in and I just said, you know, I realized that I do it this way and that's not the way that you need. That's not the way that you do it. And I'm here to support you, so let me know how I can best help you prepare for this. And the energy just shifted because she was resisting not necessarily my help, but the way in which I was trying to you help. You were pushing. I was pushing. Therefore, she pushed back. Yep. I was pushing. I was pushing my way of over-preparing and trying to anticipate, and that's not her way. And so it just wasn't working at all. Mm-hmm. And so I had to back off and then really look at it, do my forgiveness work, and then be willing to own up to, like, what I had done, and then... Knock it off. Knock it off, and then just offer to be a support in the way that she needed the support, not in the way that I thought she needed the support. Mm -hmm. So it changed. So we have another question. Wait, I want to read this one because this is great. Oh, what is it? Lisa in Ohio. I agree agree with the other caller. My daughter has always been Mm. plugged in so much more than I ever was as a kid. I've often gone to her for advice instead of the other way around. More conventional parents, friends of mine, have questioned my approach around but that, but I stand my ground. Can you validate that I've been doing the right thing? Lisa in Ohio, go ahead. Yes, there is no right thing, Lisa. (laughs) But I I will absolutely say this to you. Your child, how your child is, the person, everything about her is a reflection of you and your consciousness. Mm. If you like that reflection, if she likes that reflection, go with it. Maybe you are doing fantastic. That, that's it. I like that. And also, Lisa in, Ho- in Ohio, my books and my work, uh, two of my books are called New Age Kids. Tips and Tricks of Parenting a New Age Kid, 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid. And I did that because 
many of the kids that are being born today are absolutely different than those from any other generation. So you've got kids coming in with a higher consciousness, um, a, a level of clarity and certainty that I did not have as a kid and took me you know, years into adulthood to develop, uh, just a sense of like inner calm and peace. Like even when, see, that doesn't mean things don't happen or bother them, but there's a level of maturity because there is some, there is a connection or there's just a higher level of consciousness is what it looks like to me, where they are more in tune, they're able to to see things beyond just the physical, to know things beyond just the physical. And so when you try to talk to more conventional parents, Lisa, it's just not going to work because they can't hear you. Because you are elevating your consciousness. And so when you try to explain that to other people who are not ready to hear, they can't hear you. So you do you, do you Lisa. Yeah, let me say one more thing to Lisa because okay. we were talking about mirroring. Mm-hmm. And this is so great because, Lisa, your daughter is a 100% reflection of your own consciousness. Mm. And your friends, the conventional ones, are a bit of a reflection of your consciousness as well. So just know that within you, you have a little place that mm-hmm. doubts what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And just do whatever transformational thought process you have if Ho'opono or whatever on that because that's all they're showing you. Mm. There's a little bit of doubt in you. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're doing great. So honor that little bit of doubt in you and, and deal with that however you want to transform that. Yeah, I like I like that you brought that up, Thomas. Because, yeah, everyone is a reflection. And so if she's questioning herself, then they're outpicturing that, yes. which means, though, that, Lisa, you have the power to do something about it. And the doing something about it is like what Thomas said. You do your forgiveness work. You do whatever process so that you can stand firm in what you're doing, who you are, and who your daughter is. Because your daughter chose you to come through for the consciousness that you have and that you're able to hold for her as she navigates this world. And so this wasn't happenstance that you have this amazing daughter. She chose you to be her mother. And so I want you to ground yourself in that. Like you're amazing and she's amazing and she's here to do amazing work. And so hold the space for that. And, you know, when everyone else will just do what everyone else is doing. Yeah, and one more thought. I'll take it one more step. Go ahead, ahead, Thomas. In this beautiful process (laughs) of mirroring and forgiveness. Um, Excuse me? Lisa, your daughter is a reflection of you. Your daughter was born a reflection of your consciousness when when she came in. Now you have uh, some conventional parents, friends of yours, that are bringing up a little disturbance about doubting yourself. But if you look back toward your daughter, you can see that your consciousness, both of you, matched the moment she came onto this planet. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as adults, sometimes myself, I forget Mm -hmm. 
that I'm my daughter's consciousness and think, well, I'm still 10 years ago where I was afraid of this, that, or that. Mm -hmm. But my daughter has never shown that reflection to me. So I'm still clinging to a bit of the past. Trying to catch up. Trying to catch up, but I'm already caught up. That's the game of it. That's the trick. Because you're already caught up because she came in. Yeah, because she came in with this consciousness. She chose us as her parents. Right. And so we just need to get on board. We need to just agree. (laughs) Just agree with what's being shown to us, reflected to us. I like that answer. Thank you, Lisa in Ohio. Let's see if we have any other questions. Oh, it's very exciting. It is. I love this work, and that's why I wrote. 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid to give parents, teachers, group leaders a format in which to have empowering conversations. Yeah, a door to open empowering conversations on certain themes, certain ideas. And that is so wonderful. And your daughter, I mean, my daughter too, our daughter wrote all of those stories, didn't she, or suggested a topic... In uh, 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kids, she, God, she probably helped me develop at least half of those lessons because some of them came from her and they weren't even on my mind. And then in Tips and Trips of Parenting a New Age Kid, she wrote five stories. So yeah. you get most of a story and then you get her perspective. Oh, we have another question. Alexandra in New York. I just love, thank you, Alexandra. I do not understand why more people aren't having these conversations. What would your suggestion be for inspiring your child when they are showing gifts in certain areas without causing them to shut down because it was mom, mom's dumb idea? <laughs> oh, this has happened previously. I, I take uh, it. You want to take this? Want to take all, right, all right. I'd love to say a little bit about it. Just open the conversation. First off, um, I just love your show. I don't understand. All right. Um, Alexandria. Alexandria, be a little bit careful because when you say I don't understand why more people aren't having these conversations, that could be a bit of a negative judgment about other people. So just leave them alone. Mm. And what would your suggestion be for inspiring your child? Well, we certainly support our whole philosophy from day one is to love and support our child, mm-hmm. not tell her how to live her life, but watch how she evolves like a flower or grows and what buds and then support her there in those areas. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and I want to commend you. So Thomas is a professional artist. He does sculpting, uh, painting with acrylic and pastels. So he's a very prolific artist. And our daughter is an artist as well. And even though he's a professional artist, he never, quote, unquote, taught her how something should be done. On purpose. You you guys would sit and you would do drawings together. We would provide her with any art tools that she wanted. Uh, We went to museums and stuff. But even though you're a professional artist, you let her be. You let her develop her own style, her own creativity. If she asked you something, which she probably rarely did. Never. 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 <laughs> yeah. And so... You, why would I want me as a flower? Why would I want my daughter to be the same flower species as me? She's going to grow up in a, into something that is 
fully our daughter, not mm -hmm. ourselves. So when you say showing gifts in certain areas without causing them to shut down, so our daughter has lots of talents. And so when and we homeschool. So when she was younger, I would kind of listen to what she said she might be interested in then, and I would find a field trip or find something. But it was more me listening to and then offering. It's like, oh, you're interested in X. Well, do you want to go on the field trip? Do you want to go this? Because I noticed that as she got older, like when she was younger, she was much more open to any type of field trip. But then as she got older, uh, she became more discerning. It was like, no, not interested. And so I had to adjust her, her needs instead of me projecting what I thought she was good at or what I thought she wanted, really just stepping back and listening to what she was interested in and then cultivating that from the sidelines. For example, she had started gymnastics when she was probably one and a half and did that until age seven. And I thought, wow, you know, she's really good at this. You know, maybe she's going to go on and do something with it. And then we ended up moving. And when we moved, she's like, nope, not interested in continuing. She didn't see a gym where she wanted to continue. And so I had to let that go because it wasn't something that she was interested in pursuing anymore. So I may suggest something a couple of times, and then I just trust that, well, my daughter's always been very clear. And so if she says no, it's usually no. <laughs> um, and so I've learned to, not to try to coax or talk her into things um, because it just backfires on me. So... Alexandra, I would just say observe, offer, listen, and respect. Mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful. I, uh, I also think that it's, for me, it has been very interesting and important to notice how, how my daughter motivates. So I'm not trying to mm -hmm. motivate her mm -hmm. in a way that doesn't work for her. I, I think I recognize that Pressuring her oh, yeah. only causes her to shut down more. And nurturing and being flexible, well, maybe this, let's just have mm -hmm. fun with it, as opposed to, oh, you're so good, you can mm -hmm. do this. Just suggesting, let's have fun with this, this, you know, you do what you want, and I just love and support you, is much more productive with <laughs> yeah. my daughter, and pressuring her is just not going to work. Yeah, and the funny thing is, it's it's actually never worked. Um, like even oh. when she was young, it's like it's never worked. It's, it's like... taken me a long time to catch <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, you know, if she says no, it's like, okay. You know, that's what half the stories in Tips and Trips are, me trying to run that. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we are starting to wind down. So let's just talk briefly about some of the benefits of well, 21 lessons. Thank you, thank you, all of you, for your questions. They've been very insightful, very powerful, and very poignant. Yes, and tell all your friends because we do want to get more people in on this conversation. Did I thank um, 
Did I thank Alexandra? You can thank her now. Thank you, Alexandra from New York, for your amazing question. So just real quick, what are some of the benefits of 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid? You asking me? Well. It opened, opened, it's a door to opening conversation, yeah. children, that we wouldn't have before because it's somebody else's story, mm-hmm. just like a nursery rhyme or with the fables and stuff. They're stories about other people, but they're actually metaphorical teaching tools about how we can deal with life. Absolutely, right. So this is a door to opening a conversation about conscious, conscious, being conscious as a person, not just a parent. Yeah, and then on a more practical level, it helps your children gain tools to regulate and ease stress and anxiety. So how does it do oh, that? Yeah. There's my first lesson, and the first thing I do with any client is I teach them how to ground themselves because that brings their energy back. It's like a ship. When it comes into port, the first thing it does is it drops its anchor, and it drops its anchor so that it can be secure. It doesn't go drifting back out to sea. So we ground ourselves so that we are centered in our own energy field so that we can think clearly, that we can start to relax so that we can regulate our emotions, get rid of the anxiety, and have that connection to ourselves and others that has us living in a more peaceful, vibrant state. Mm-hmm. And I love this because it also shows kids how powerful they are through their thoughts and words. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple of questions today about affirmations and getting you know, the kids to use positive affirmations. Well, this workbook, the lesson that we did was uh, from 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid, and it's like got 21 lessons that open up conversations, like you said, and it gives kids language for what they already feel and know intuitively. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for us to start winding down. So thank oh. you for the awesome questions. And do go to Amazon and look up Sandra Jones Keller, the author, Sandra Jones Keller, and you'll find her two, three, four books. Yeah, I actually have four. Yeah, 21 Lessons to Empower the New Age Kid and Tips and Tricks of Parenting a New Age Kid. I wrote to support you in your conscious parenting journey. And I also have two workshops to support you, Passionate Parenting in This New Age, Three Mistakes Even Conscious Parents Make That Create Power, Struggle, Stress, and Anxiety, and How to Avoid Them, and DIY Mindfulness for Tweens and Teens. And students learn practical mindfulness concepts for everyday life. So, Thomas, you were awesome. Once again, thank, thank you. you for being and my partner. Side note, more than anything, love your kids, your grandkids. Love is, love is the first thing, mm-hmm. and all other things are secondary. Absolutely. Um, as Thomas said, my books are available on Amazon. And so for more information about me, visit my website, SandraJonesKeller.com. Thank you, Mecca for being here and joining us today and being on this Conscious Parenting journey with us. The Conscious Parenting Show is live the second Friday of each month at 6 p.m. here on News for the Soul Radio. Please visit the News for the Soul archives for more enlightening shows. This was our 20th show, so you have 19 other shows to go and listen to and they're there 24 hours. We'll see you in January 24. Yeah. So once again, go to my website, sandrajoneskeller.com, on the Courses Books page to register 
for my classes, to find information about my books. And until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back with the next gift for the soul for you to hear about. Uh, Gifts for the Soul is a long-standing tradition on News for the Soul where we challenge you to get out of the mall and into your heart and really, really feel into what could be potentially a life-changing gift for the people you're buying for this holiday season or any holiday. And uh, that's what we're doing. And we've done it for a long time. We stopped doing it for a little while and it's back and we're really excited because it's a very powerful thing. Uh, So next, it's another gift for the soul. We're talking to Nina Amir. And let's bring her on. This is another uh, current News for the Soul radio host, Inspiration to Creation, on Mondays on News for the Soul. Nina, welcome. Thank you so much, Nicole. I'm super excited to talk about my gift for the soul, living a life that feeds your soul, becoming an inspired creator. All right. So what is your gift for the soul? Well, it is a membership in the Inspired Creator Community. This is a community of people who want to transform themselves and their lives so that they live a life that feeds their soul and step into their power as creators. And, you know, what better gift could you give someone or give yourself than Mm. membership in a program that helps them be, do, and create what they really desire, what their soul came into the world to experience. And the Inspired Creator Community is an ongoing monthly membership. Um, so I would just say to our listeners, if you know someone who wants or needs to step into their power as a creator and create, um, you know, experience a life that really feeds their soul to create that, that this is a gift for them. Or, or maybe it's a gift for the listener themselves. It's really for anyone stuck, unhappy, unfulfilled, disconnected, uh, disconnected, restless, depressed, anxious, ill, overwhelmed, <laughs> doing what they should rather than what they want people pleasing, doing what's expected of them, or generally feeling challenged to feel happy, inspired, and able to manifest their desires and live up to their potential and fulfill their purpose. So, you know, to me, this sounds like like a real gift for the soul. So if, um, you know, if if it sounds, if our listeners hear themselves in this or sounds like someone they know and care about, then this is the gift of the soul that they need most, at least in my humble opinion. It sounds like it could apply to anybody just about these days. Um, so what is the focus of the community? Well, in the Inspired community, Creator community, we focus on who you need to be to live a life that makes you happy, fulfilled, inspired, motivated, peaceful, and purposeful. and helps you realize your dreams. Um, if you get out of your own way, meaning 
meaning I, I want to help you reduce your unsupportive thoughts and behavior and habits. And that's our focus, to get you over your overthinking and fear so you can courageously move towards your dreams so you get unstuck. And that's, that's really the focus. Let's get you unstuck. I want members to also to remember who they are, spiritual beings having a physical or human experience, and then focus on growing in both those arenas. Because when you focus on your personal and spiritual growth, everything changes. When you grow on the physical human plane, you allow yourself to get out of your own way and experience your spiritual nature. And when you grow spiritually, you allow yourself to step into your full power to create what you desire, but here and now. So how are you defining what an inspired creator is? Well, that's a good question. So to me, inspired creators are humans who are tapped into their spiritual nature and creating from a place of being in spirit, as Wayne Dyer used to like to say, um, or from soul alignment. I think we're all creators and we create all the time, uh, sometimes not what we want, though. And when you get out of your own way, you can access that inherent ability. You can tap into your soul and spirit's wisdom and nature and create intentionally and effectively. And, and in the process, of course, you change your circumstances. Um, transformation, which is long-lasting change, happens from the inside out. You change who you're being, your identity and your habits, how you're thinking and behaving, and then you can have or create, I like to say, whatever you desire. So as you work on yourself, it becomes easier to do that and to open to the spiritual side of your nature. So, you know, you're the only thing standing in your way of being the person you know you can be and want to be at your, and at your essence. You, you know, your humanness, your mindset and habits are what stop you from creating what you desire. But you can manifest anything. We're creating all the time. We are creators. You can manifest, manifest anything if you realize that and make the changes in who you're being, what you think, do, believe, value, and then... Your outside world is going to change as you change from the inside. So basically, you can ta- at that point, you can tap into your passion and your purpose, and you get inspired. You can be in spirit, be soul aligned, and then you can intentionally create what you want, not what you don't want. You can be what I call an inspired creator. Mm. So, yeah, we're always creating, like you say, so creating crap or what you actually want. Good point. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> What does it mean to live a life that feeds your soul in your definition? Living a life that feeds your soul is all about daily accessing your freedom to be, do, and create what you want, what you desire, the things that make your heart and your soul sing. It's living life on your terms, no one else's. It's living a life that's soul aligned, that's spirit aligned. I don't know a better way to define it than that. And you've had your struggles with that as well in the past, right? Yeah, I did, Nicole. I I thought I was stuck for too long a time. Um, I'm an author and a coach, and I have a husband and kids and a lovely home. And, I, you know, from the outside looking in, I seem to have my act together. Um, I look like I'm living a life that feeds my soul. And I am most of the time now. But I'm still learning, and I share every single lesson I learned with the Inspired Creator community members so they can avoid some of the challenges I had. And if we travel back in time just about four years, I was not living a life that fed my soul at all. Instead, I was living up to other people's expectations. I was remaining committed to habits and beliefs that didn't serve me. I was blaming others, finding excuses for why I was so stuck personally and professionally. 
and ignoring the messages from my soul and my spiritual guidance system. And as a result, I had a failing marriage. Um, I had health issues and a stalled career as an author and a coach. And I was pretty miserable. And that's when I decided I couldn't continue living that way. Not if I wanted to be happy, prosperous, healthy, reach my potential, fulfill my purpose, experience love and intimacy, and create my dreams. And so I did what, what I'm suggesting that others do here, is I joined a membership coaching program similar to the Inspired Creator Community. I knew I needed a coach because, yes, coaches also need coaching. I needed help seeing my blind spots and changing how I was showing up in the world, who I was being, what I was doing, what I was creating. And that made all the difference. It, it changed everything. And so I continue today to listen to my soul and feed it a diet that helps it thrive. And little by little, I'm reaping the results of those changes, Nicole. Yeah, everybody needs uh, needs help. That's why we're here. <laughs> if we could do it all ourselves, we wouldn't need to be together. Um, so that's a good thing. Can you give us some examples of some of the changes uh, your members are experiencing? Yeah, I can. I'm happy to do that. <clears throat> I have one member who um, she she has a job that's all of service, but she knew she could do more. And after some time in, as a member, she actually quit her job <clears throat> because it was eating up her time and energy. She really wanted to travel and to get her coaching business off the ground, and that's exactly what she did. She quit, and she traveled with her son for a while, and she joined a master's program, and she's developing her coaching business now, and she's super happy and feels very free and powerful. I have uh, another member who um, joined me back during the pandemic, and she was so overwhelmed. Um, She's a physician, and now, yeah, she's living her best life. She's always telling me how happy she is because she's working less hours. She has more time for her friends and family and to pursue her hobbies and her purpose. She's got um, something of her own in the medical profession, and she's all about getting the word out and the work she's doing. And she even stopped feeling like, um, as an introvert, this wasn't what she could do. And now she's all about being visible and getting this message out there and making a difference. It's just so beautiful to see. And I can think of one other person who was really struggling to be a writer and um, through our work together he got out of his own way and developed a habit of writing he wrote his book and he's now getting ready to publish it and I remember when he wouldn't even commit to five minutes of writing a day or, or more than that because he said he'd never been able to do that before and so why would he commit to it um, but he became super self-integral and kept his promises and here he is just about to become an author and you know this their stories and my story can be the stories of our listeners too or that of their loved ones. And, you know, I would just ask them to imagine what their life would be like if that were true, if they were having the same kind of transformation and and what kind of a gift that would be. Lovely. So can you give us more details like how it all works? Yeah, I can. So, The Inspired Creator Community, as I said, offers both personal and spiritual growth coaching and training to those who want to fulfill their potential and live lives with soul alignment and tap into their power as creators. The program um, utilizes, I bring to the table my expertise as a certified high performance coach and an intuitive transformational catalyst. 
The coaching is all about helping people step into being who they know they can be, know they want to be, so they can fulfill their potential and purpose um, and be a creator. So the actual details, the Inspired Creator Community offers live coaching three times per month with me, not with some other coach, as well as recorded spiritual trainings to help members step into their power as inspired creators and create that life that they want that feeds their soul. Everything's been recorded. Every session is recorded, so you can access several years' worth of content as well as take part in live coaching and access new trainings every month. If you miss something, you can always get the recording. Um, and we have a Facebook group where you can ask questions. The training, so people often ask, okay, you know, so we have coaching, you know, transformational coaching, but what about the training? So they cover topics like how to live a life that feeds your soul, obviously, how to get inspired, results. Um, I offer my Kabbalistic conscious creation process. Um, there are trainings on staying inspired, the law of reciprocity, sorry, the law of reciprocity, um, how to be a creator, how to manage your energy, accessing spiritual guidance, the magic of crystals, how to create your dream life, human design, and oh my God, so much more. Um, some of these trainings are just me offering my knowledge and others are conversations with well-respected experts. Um, it's, I take a holistic strategy that addresses both the spiritual and human nature that we all have. And um, yeah, that, those are the details. So what can members expect as far as results then? Well, with that combination of personal and spiritual growth or transformational coaching, the members can um, expect to develop habits that support changing their circumstances, thoughts and beliefs that help you feel and act differently, courage to show up authentically, the ability to act boldly to follow inspiration and passion, the awareness to take responsibility for yourself and your life, ability to choose what you want and not what others think you should want, to set boundaries, the power to make decisions, your own decisions, rather than letting others decide for you, um, and develop the habit of finding, you know, following the guidance of your soul, not outside guidance, um, obviously strategies for getting unstuck and ways to create, um, create your soul aligned desires. Beautiful. Um, how do the listeners know if this is a gift for them or someone they love? I would tell them to answer these two questions. How much longer do you or your loved ones want to wait to step into your power as creators to move your human nature out of the way so you can experience your spiritual nature? And where will you or they be in six months or a year if nothing changes? Or what about, you know, in two or three years? So basically, if you want to transform now, not later, and that's not where you want to be as time passes, or if your loved one wants to transform now, wants to make changes for the future, then the Inspired Creator Community is soul gift for our listeners or for their loved ones. Hmm. So, most important question, how do they join? Well, they gift? join, yep. They join by going to ninaamir.com forward slash join ICC. ICC stands for Inspired Creator Community. That's all there is to it. Just go to ninaamir.com forward slash join ICC and become a member. Or I know we've got you all linked up. 
I know we've Sorry. got you all linked up at newsforthesoul.com, but let's get you to spell that out slowly because it's hard to catch on the radio. It's ninaamir.com. So that's N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com forward slash J-O-I-N-I-C-C. Perfect. Wow. Um, so bottom line, um, what if you think someone finds it odd to purchase a membership as a gift? Yeah, I thought about that. You know, most people are giving away a book or a course or something like that. Um, so it can be an odd gift because it requires ongoing monthly investments, right? I see it this way. It's the gift that keeps on giving in a good way. <laughs> You're giving someone the opportunity to change themselves and their circumstances. And you can purchase a six-month membership rather than an ongoing membership for someone um, or consider it a gift to yourself or ask your friends and family to contribute to your transformation to you know, give you a meaningful gift because I think it's, it's one of the more meaningful gifts I, I, I can think of. And um, why not? You know, this is kind of the perfect time to, to do that for yourself. Well, that is the theme of, of Gifts for the Soul, is finding meaningful, life-changing, potentially life-changing uh, gifts. And this indeed qualifies on there, so I thank you for bringing that forward, Nina. This is good stuff. We did, do have Nina Amir all linked up at newsforthesoul.com, and we'll get you to give out the, your website one more time. NinaAmir.com forward slash join ICC. And if you can't Remember all that, just go to ninaamir.com, N-I-N-A-A-M-I-R.com, and you'll, you'll be able to find it. But the full address is ninaamir.com forward slash join ICC. Perfect. Thank you so much, Nina, for being a part of the Gifts with the Soul program this year. Really appreciate it, and all the best to you. Happy holidays. Thank you, and happy holidays to everyone. We're back with more after this. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. It's time to tell you about another Gift for the Soul. Gift for the Soul series is a long-standing tradition at News for the Soul where we challenge you to get out of the mall, into the heart, and give uh, gifts that are potentially truly life-saving. Next, we have another <clears throat> one of our current Kathy Vineyard Davis. Let's bring her on and find out what her gift is. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Nicole. So what is your gift for the soul? My gift for the soul of humanity is to assist as many people as I can in raising their vibrational frequencies so they're able to realize that they have unlimited powerful gifts and their divine beings and that's necessary as we create our new earth it is indeed if you've ever heard Kathy's show she does a very good uh, job of articulating 
um, where we are in our journey here as things evolve. So how uh, does your gift work, and how do you help people do that, Kathy? Well, there's several services I offer. One of the most important is spirit crossing. This frees one from attachments of family members, and sometimes I found out it's close friends that passed but didn't cross over. And through years of doing this, I discovered that people carrying addictions and pain and mental and physical illnesses, this can be caused by dark energy that uses these deceased family members as a conduit. And this dark energy travels through them and attaches to the chakras of the relatives that are left on earth and literally feeds on their energy. And I know this sounds foreign to many, but there are high and low vibrational beings that exist and affect us in many, many ways that most are unaware of. Wow. And what else are you uh, providing for people? Um, also, also feel what is to reactivate the 10 strands of DNA. These were short-circuited in humanity thousands of years ago. The two strands that we have only affected the physical body. The remaining 10 strands that scientists are calling junk, which is obviously not true, affect the mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. Thus, we're able to expand and raise our frequencies with, with ease, much greater ease, after the DNA strands are reactivated. And this affects each one of the 30 trillion cells within the body and brings the body back into a lifelong state of balance, alignment, and harmony. What kind of uh, transformations have you seen in people uh, receiving these, these uh, transformations? Um, well, one 50-year-old man I worked with, when he was four years old, he witnessed his two-year-old brother run into the road and get killed by a truck right there in front of him. And all for years, he carried great pain in his right shoulder. He couldn't do various activities, couldn't sleep on his right side. Um, and I wasn't aware of all of the details. Um, but I did a full shamanic Reiki session on him, and when he left, I was able to get his baby brother to cross into the light. So later on, his wife emailed me and told me he went to sleep that night about four in the afternoon and slept all night. The next time I saw this gentleman, he began doing push-ups on my office floor, and I was mm-hmm. not quite understanding But what had happened was his brother's crossings lifted the shoulder pain that he had carried for 45 years, and it changed the – he could do so many more things after the fact. Wow. Are there other ways that you help people um, transform the energies? Um, 
Well, definitely, obviously, my shamanic Reiki sessions. Um, I spend a lot of, when I do work with clients, I spend a lot of time counseling them. Um, I do have a master's in education and a very strong um, uh, strength in, in counseling. Um, I focus on stressing how important it is for them to love themselves and accept themselves first, to put themselves above everything so they can heal. Um, And I spend a lot of time listening to them, reflecting what I hear, validating them in what they share. Um, And with their issues and concerns, I try as often as I can to offer a new perspective on issues that they've shared with me so that they can view them in a different way and and hopefully learn that there were lessons embedded in this. And I give them hope and I encourage them in their healing process. I I don't just see a client once. I am uh, actively available for them after the fact. And I do offer guidance, lifestyle changes. I, I teach them techniques that they can use to support their own healing. And I'm hoping also that my monthly broadcasts are offering inspiration and hope to many people I never meet personally. And I, I trust it's helping to raise their vibrational frequency. So how would somebody li- uh, listening right now know if this is a, a perfect gift for the soul for them or someone they know? It's a perfect so it's a perfect gift for everyone. I have not met a person who a has DNA strands attached, uh, who doesn't um, who doesn't have spirit attachments, who doesn't struggle in some way or another that their life is not flowing. And if this is any age, this is any uh, either gender. It can it affects everyone. So the healing, I, 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 men and women, uh, young people. I've dealt. I've also worked with some young people. Um, the youngest that I worked for a long time with was a 17 year old. Um, so there is no person. We all need healing, and most especially through this time. So how do people? Um access and choose which gift uh, and service to do with you? Well, my website, Reiki Empowers Healing, has a great deal of information there. And after they read through with also what I've just shared, I always recommend the spirit crossings and the DNA right up front. Um, After that, pretty much my Reiki sessions include um, a number of shamanic practices. So it's not, they don't have to pick from a big menu. I offer them what they need at the time and what they share and intuitively the work flows through me. And then they set up and contact me by email and then we set up an appointment for an initial consult. Do you have like a, a, a free introduction call or something that you do? Absolutely. If they want to call and ask questions ahead of time, 
I'm open to that. I, I tend to give potential clients a lot of my time, um, and I don't have a problem with that because this is new for many people, and I want to educate as many people as possible. Beautiful. Okay, well, let, let people know how they can reach you then. Uh, they can go to my website, ReikiEmpowersHealing.com, and it's R-E-I-K-I, Empowers, E as in Edward, M as in Mary, P-O-W-E-R-S, Healing.com, ReikiEmpowersHealing.com. And my email, my information is right there, readily available, and the services are available. And I would like to share one story at the end before we close. Okay, let's do it. Um, there's one person that, that came to mind that I, I saw an incredible transformation. It was a young woman who had just started college. Her parents had been long divorced and she lived primarily with one parent and a step-parent. Um, her parents, her other parent had died within months of me meeting her. When I met her, she was just recovering from some serious physical issues that she had been hospitalized for. And along with that, her parent was dealing with very erratic behavior. She was demonstrating emotional out, which were violent at times. Um, unfortunately, I, I, I also bore witness to some of this. And there's a lot of irrational behavior. She had a great deal of fear about everything, was very angry, and could barely cope. Um, no interest in going out, didn't spend time with friends. And I was informed that all this began after the death of her parent. Well, after I crossed this parent, her emotional health improved dramatically. She slowly recovered from her physical issues. And I did see her for several months following that for shamanic Reiki sessions and counseling because her physical body needed to rebuild itself and she wanted support and energetic healing to, to cope with the trauma that she had gone through. Um, and within the year, she made so many lifestyle changes. She took Reiki classes, explored other healing practices, changed her eating habits, began meditating, was listening to things, sharing things that she was tuning into. And um, then the last I heard, I haven't talked to her in quite a while, the last I heard, she was working with the elderly and had met a wonderful young man. So it changed everything. Wow. That's amazing. Let's give out your contact info one more time. Okay. It's Reiki Empowers Healing. Reiki, R-E-I-K-I, Empowers, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-S healing.com and I can also be found on newsforthesoul.com I believe <laughs> and um, yeah yes, and I can. welcome anybody who has, has questions to ask yeah beautiful well thank you so much Kathy for being here and being one of our gifts for the soul uh, for those listening this gift for the soul and all of the gifts for the soul can be found at newsforthesoul.com we're back with more after this
Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Yes, this is Uri. Hi, Uri. It's Nicole Whitney calling News for the Soul. Welcome to News for the Soul, Robert Allen. Thank you, Nicole. It's great to be here with you tonight. Why are you here? We're talking to Carolyn Mace about Sacred Contracts, one of her many best-selling books. Welcome to the show, Greg Braden. Well, good evening, Nicole. It's uh, certainly a pleasure to hear your voice and a pleasure to be here tonight. Welcome to the show, Stuart Wilde. Thank you very much. John Kehoe, welcome to News for the Soul. Hey, how are you? Next up, Dr. David Morehouse. I'm so glad that you called me because you are doing such an important task, important work, because you are spreading a very positive message. I was really moved by last week's show because we made a commitment to a worldwide event to try to change consciousness. I'm feeling enormous energy around this show. Just enormous, enormous. Uh, I really have to hand it to you, Nicole. You've created sort of a niche of amazing, amazing connections. It's just like (laughs) the angels and the devatas that are like attracted to news for the soul. Is amazing. And we love News for the Soul. Hello, everybody. This is Damien Brinkley. Welcome to the hearts and minds of the This is News for the Soul. Hello, this is Sapien Raja. You're listening to News for the Soul. Be open in your mind, your body, your being. Allow yourself to drench in this awesome information to evolve you to your next place. Hey, this is Dave Morehouse. You're listening to News for the Soul. All right. It's time to introduce you to the next gift for the soul in the 2023 program. And we went all the way around the, to the other side of the planet to bring this one to you. We're meeting Susanna. And, uh, well, first of all, welcome aboard, Susanna. Welcome to News for the Soul. Thank you, Nicole. It's so good to be here. So I'm super excited to talk to you today. What is your gift for the soul? My gift is my book. It's called Your Two Minds, Using Your Mind to Transform Your Life. Ooh. So um, how does your book change your mind and change your life? Sure. So every single chapter is really is designed to help you achieve more of your full potential, help you get into it spirit, help you understand the truth of who you are, help you understand how to use your mind to have the life that that, that you dream of. When did your book come out? So my book first came out back in 2018. However, we had a second edition. We added some things to it. Um, and it came out again back in 2020, the second edition. It was it was inspired by a meeting that I had with my late mentor and very dear friend, Bob Proctor, uh, hmm. which was September 2017. Yeah, so... Um, 
So how, how did he inspire your book and how did you go about putting this together? What's, uh, what was your approach? So um, I have been, I've been working with Bob, well, when he was alive, I was working with him as one of his top consultants. And I was in a room in Toronto, clearly remember the moment. And I've been following Bob's work for many years of my life. And um, I was in the front seat and he said something absolutely profound. And it resonated with every single cell of my body. It woke up, it woke every single cell. It was like it was directed um, to me, to my soul. Um, he said, Nicole, um, so you've got to open up to this because it's really profound. He said, did you know, did you know that if you did not exist, if you did not exist, the entire universe would be out of alignment? Mm. And okay. that shook me up. Yeah. That shook me out. So if we did not exist, if our soul print did not exist, which is impossible for it not to exist, the entire universe would not function. And when I heard that, every single cell opened up and I realized I had been playing small all of my life, even though I had big dreams, even though I wanted to write a book to help people break through and and realize who they were, I was playing small and mm. um, that moment changed my life. And the book was written in Canada, although I am Australian. Um, the first manuscript was written there uh, and um, I came back and got to it and produced um, a book with every chapter is very different. It's not a book that follows from one to the other. It's a book that has everything in it starting from the end of your life. <laughs> so, oh wow! <laughs> uh, yeah, the first chapter is a bit is a bit challenging on purpose. It, it it makes you focus on on your last day and looking back on your last day. If you were living your life the way you've been living it, how would you feel? What are mm. the things that you haven't done that you would regret? What what if you started to realise that? Without you, the whole universe would be out of alignment. How differently would you be living your life right now, in this moment? Wow. That yeah, I can feel the depth uh, and the, you know, the heart in there. At the oh wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Done, done some of those exercises where you do the end of life first view and like at live uh, programs, and it's so transformative. Um, so is it kind of like a, a manual, like a how to get in your power? And because we're so programmed, all of us play small. You know, we're, we've all been programmed to stay in our little box. Absolutely, absolutely. We have all been programmed, haven't we? We've, we've you know, we're living unconsciously. Um, so yeah, it is a bit of a manual, and I recommend that everybody start with the first chapter because that is the most important in Western mm. culture. We are so afraid of talking about death, but it's the only thing that's guaranteed in life, right? You know, and I believe it's one of the most, like you said, Nicole, you know, it's one of the most powerful exercises to do in your life. Otherwise, we can fall into the unconscious state, which we all are in, and, and we take this beautiful, precious, incredible thing called life for granted, and we take ourselves for granted. 
But after you've done that chapter, there's a whole lot of information in there about anxiety and depression, how to break through those times, about having your dream, about working with other people. And the second part of the book is um, really a tribute to my grandmother who, even though she was a very um, simple person, she was way beyond her years. She was preaching, living the modern day, new age teachings in her own life, you know, with gratitude, Mm. with abundance joy having joy having love in her life so it's really a book that you can take with you it's not very thick anywhere you want to be anywhere you go and um, look at where you're at and and delve into it according to where you're at and where you want to go provided that you've done the first chapter (laughs) which can be the most challenging for Yes, to, to fully embrace that level of work and doing it full on, which is uh, invaluable, I'm sure. Um, so is this for people that are new on the awakening scale or all over the different places of, you know, uh, wherever people may be at? Who is this for? Yeah, I would say really um, anyone. So if you're new, it is a great book to get into. For new people, though, a profound statement like if you did not exist the whole universe would be out of alignment like you know your mind your physical brain doesn't it's it finds it hard to understand that so there is a level of depth in this book too and I know with my clients they read it and reread it and reread it you know years after they've worked with me and I get messages from them saying oh, I've just gone back to your book and I understand this chapter even deeper now. So it is for anybody that is wanting to tap into the understanding of themselves and understanding what lies within and from within us, we can have anything on the external. It all starts from within. So so yes, for beginners, but also for people that have been on this journey for a while. Mm. Yes, well, I mean, you mentioned Bob Proctor earlier, and, and I know I've, I've worked with him off and on over the years. And just kind of, you know, I'd always kind of come in from, okay, I'm at this place now, and I'd be on, have that focus and do everything relative to that point. So it sounds very similar. Do you have stories from um, listeners who had changed specific things as a result of reading this book and doing this work with you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had a, a, a message from a client that was uh, was doing one of my programs two years ago. And in October, it was early October, I received a message, a long voice message from her. She couldn't be grateful enough for the book. She just said it helped her. So her life transformed after working with me for 12 months. And then with the gap, she just kept going back to my book and has now taken off in her business, like has, has had a quantum leap um, in, her, in her business. She has started an online uh, marketing company. Um, and as a result of applying some of the, the work in the, in the book, she has uh, you know, experienced a quantum leap in her business. I had another client that came to see me um, to actually get her business going and um, read my book and, and met her soulmate. <laughs> and so these are two different 
different, really different, um, you know, areas of your life that you want to that you want to um, manifest in. Um, and another person, a young woman in her twenties, that um, you know, read my book and said it helped her start to overcome some of her anxiety. She's had issues with um, social anxiety and has been at home for over a year not wanting to socialise um, and after reading my book it started to help her overcome that. Um, now I don't recommend you just read my book if you're experiencing you know, clinical depression and anxiety, you know, work with a professional to, to, to move through those things. But anybody that is wanting to really understand how to tap into the internal part, and I work from spiritual, intellectual, and then physical. We are so focused on the physical, but that's not where it's at. That's not where our power is. Um, even Einstein, our, our, our greatest intellect, you know, said that intuition and, and, and imagination are the most powerful things, way more powerful than, than the intellect. Um, so, so I work from the spiritual, intellectual, and physical. Um, physical being that the very last component. That's what when we see our reality in the physical. Um, and it's for anybody, Nicole, that that is wanting to move ahead and and achieve that big big goal. That wants to understand themselves even deeper on a spiritual level. Um, and, and that one's just a book that's there that they can pick up and say, okay, well, you know, I, I want to like, go a little bit deeper into, you know, gratitude or I have, I'm confused about this issue. I have two voices in my mind, you know, how do I overcome this confusion? There's a chapter in there about the two voices in your mind, about how to make a decision um, when you are a little bit confused. So... So for people listening out there who may or may not be aware that they're playing small in some area of their life, what's the most important advice you can give them today? Yeah, sure. The most important suggest is really slowing down your mind and what you ever thought you were and connecting with your heart. The very first step, close the door, don't let anyone in, don't let anyone know that you're even doing this because they've got their own paradigms. Connect with your heart, listen to your heart and start writing the list of the things that your heart would love for you to have as the very first step. That, at the very least, will inspire you. But also, when you start to understand your marvellous, marvellous mind and the power you have, it's the, the greatest tool for success that ever existed when you start to understand your mind, it needs clarity of where you want to go. And once it finds clarity and this starts to become your, your norm, you visit this list, you visit the thing that you want every single day, your mind will start to take you there. So that's the one, the start, starting piece of advice that I'd love to give everybody. Love it. Um, yeah, as soon as you started talking about the first chapter, I could feel the deep level of heart in this book. I'm really excited to read it myself. I, have we talked about what it's called? What is the book called? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's called Your Two Minds. Your Two Minds, Using Your Mind to Transform Your Life. Mm. Beautiful. I love this so much. How do people find your book and purchase it as a gift? Absolutely. So I've I've sent 
the link to the Amazon page, but you can also get it from my website, Your Two Minds, and it's the digit two, so your, the digit two minds.com. You can also get the free chapter, first chapter, on my website, so your two minds.com. Beautiful. This is an absolutely inspired gift for the soul. I'm so glad that you're part of the program this year, Susanna, and it's been great to get to know you today. Thank you, Nicole. I'm absolutely honored to be on your program. You know that I sent you an email of how much I love your work and the work that you're doing for the world. Um, you are creating change in this beautiful world. So thank you for having me on. Well, I hope it's not the last time we talk to you. Keep in touch. Keep us in the loop. And uh, uh, everyone listening, enjoy that book. Send it uh, to anyone who's got any goals. <laughs> and, you know, we all know someone who's playing smaller than they should. So there's an excellent stocking stuffer idea right there. All right, Susanna, be well and uh, have a great, wonderful holiday season. Thank you. And you too, Nicole. Bye-bye. Whitney News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. It's a great honor to have you on the show tonight. Welcome, Deepak Chopra. Thank you. Yes, this is Uri. Hi, Uri. It's Nicole Whitney calling News for the Soul. Welcome to News for the Soul, Robert Allen. Thank you, Nicole. It's great to be here with you tonight. Why are you here? We're talking to Carolyn Mace about Sacred Contracts, one of her many best-selling books. Welcome to the show, Greg Braden. Well, good evening, Nicole. It's uh, certainly a pleasure to hear your voice and a pleasure to be here tonight. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Here we go. Our next gift for the soul 2023 comes to us from another familiar face in the news for the soul broadcasting family. Michaela is here and welcome Michaela. What is your gift for the soul? Well, thank you for having me. Well, my gift for the soul is a mini bioresonance plus energy healing scan and release session. Ooh. So what is that? Well, this is, um, kind of along the lines of the way that I like to work. I, you know, people that have heard me, they know how I'm constantly preaching about body, mind, and spirit and the connection between emotions and physical and all of that kind of stuff. So basically, this gift is an opportunity for people to learn just how their emotions are connected to their physical health. So it starts with a bioresonance scan that is actually done using our voice. So it's like the frequency of our voice going on inside of our bodies and, you know, what the top emotional states we're dealing with at the time. But since everything is energy and frequency and resonance, this information can also tell us what's going on in the body on the physical side of things and um, and help us connect the dots between what the emotional factors are that are contributing to our health issues at the time. It's a recording of a voice a signature and you get information from that? 
Yes, yes. So what um, what it does is with this session, what I do is I basically take a 10-second snippet of a person's voice, and it gets fed into um, technology that basically breaks down the frequencies of the voice. It looks for vibrations that are out of balance. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is that Whatever's going on inside of us comes out in our voice. So that's the reason why when we're sick, our voice changes, or when we're upset, our voice changes. So since everything is frequency and everything in our body, our organs, our glands, our blood, everything has its own frequency as well, that all contributes to the vibration that comes out in the tones of our voice. So I use technology that is going to, like, decipher that, and then it spits out, you know, quite a bit of information about, you know, what emotional states are currently um, factors right now, um, what organs in the body are showing um, having an imbalanced frequency, and a number of other things. And then in the session, I take that information, and since it's like kind of like a mini-release session, I also will help a person release um, a few things that are um, part of their emotional signature at the time that will help them to balance those emotional states at that moment to help get their bodies get back to some sort of balance or homeostasis. Now, obviously, no. I can't address everything, but that's why it's a mini session. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's incredible. So what kinds of things, um, you mentioned organs in the body and stuff that being out of balance, what kinds of things does this... Um, vocal scan find for you? Oh, my gosh. It can find all kinds of things. So what it does is it looks for frequencies that are out of balance. So this is educational, not diagnostic. So it's not like, okay, you know, you go to the doctor and you have a test and they look for specific things. That's chemistry. We're looking at energy. So we can see things that, based on the vibrations, we can see things that are currently out of balance, that are moving towards being out of balance, or stuff that, you know, it's possibly, you know, um, it picks up inflammation, it picks up chronic issues. So it looks at, it can pick up things not only in organs, but also like um, um, vital that comes out of the blood. So it, it can also pick up things like um, like intolerances, like food intolerances, like if you're currently having some issues with some foods, it, it can pick up stuff like that. It can pick up, you know, um, Things that are that are going in the liver, where um, you know you're possibly not detoxifying properly, which actually is one of the big things. I get a lot of clients that come my way. One of the things that I deal with a lot is chronic inflammation. I've preached about this a lot because a lot of people don't realize that inflammation is at play when they have physical issues. But one of the organs that are that is generally involved in that is the liver in particular. And one of the emotions that particularly of the liver is anger. And so that's kind of where this can kind of help connect the dots for people as well. Because if you're dealing with some anger stuff, it could potentially, you know, imbalance your liver. And then if your liver is not doing what it's supposed to do, since it's one of the major detox organs, things can get backed up and then you don't detox properly which could potentially lead to, you know, um, leaky gut. And so the scan will actually pick up little nuances like that of where down the line 
it's being affected by the emotions and how it's affecting the organ and then how the organ is producing other types of symptoms. So it's kind of like this connected dot kind of thing. Wow. How long have you been using this audio scanner system and what's some of the most amazing things you've found with it? Oh, let's see. I see an energy stuff for a really long time, but I've recently have started doing the voice scanning within the last year. Um, it was something that I came across that I just found fascinating, and so I started studying it, and then I eventually incorporated it into all parts of my um, my business and the way I work with my clients because it gives so much information, and it helps me to be able to more efficiently help people. Previously, I would do, you know, my own little um, energetic scans, you know, where I would muscle test, you know, each individual organ and, and things like that to get the information I need. But now with the scan and being able to just use a little piece of your voice to, to get that information, it just helps me to be able to jump in. Um, a little bit, you know, quicker and be able to help clients more efficiently because I don't have to spend as much time going through and checking everything. So it gives me, you know, the information I need to establish the priorities that needs to be addressed at that particular time. And it also kind of gives, since it's a snapshot, it also gives me like a little bit of information on what could potentially be coming down the line too so we can be very proactive at addressing things before they get totally out of balance. So um, I've been using that particular um, part of this for about a year now. So it's it's been an amazing tool. So I really enjoy using it. And um, my clients have enjoyed getting information out of it because it helps them connect their own dots too. So right. um, the technology that I use, uh, now the, the gift that I'm doing, it's kind of like the beginning. So you kind of get like a little bit of information, but you can go even deeper because we can also look at, you know, like I said, information and chronic issues and, you know, and look at, um, you know, if there are lifestyle issues that needs to be changed in order to balance something out. And so there's just a wealth of information there that can be used to help someone just get themselves to a better place um, in mm -hmm. their health. Sounds amazing. How does the release piece work? Well, the release piece, um, I am a multimodality person. I, I'm always upfront about that. I'm not, like, married to one modality or another. Um, but I do um, energy release work, and I use different modalities. The main modalities that I use is the emotion code, body code, and now the belief code. And uh, it's basically, like, looking for um, trapped emotion and trapped um, energies in the body that are causing imbalances. And um, those trapped energies can be anywhere from mental energies to um, to nutritional energies, you know, where if you, you know, you're eating something that your body doesn't like, to misalignments and disconnections in the body, you know. So I look uh, I use those modalities to look for um, those energetic causes, and then I'll walk a client through, you know, releasing that 
trapped energy that is causing that imbalance in the body. Um, basically, you know, a, a little bit of, um, of education here, disease is a collection of symptoms, and symptoms are caused by imbalances. I always say, everybody, I don't look at the disease. I just look at the symptomology, and I look for the imbalances that needs to be cleared that could potentially clear up the symptoms. So I'm looking for the things that are causing the imbalances, which most of the time is going to be some sort of energy in the body that is causing that imbalance because it's changing your vibration, it's changing your frequency. So, like, if you think about, like, tuning forks, it's like if you have one fork and you tap it, it will start to vibrate at that same thing. So, basically, if you have these energies that are not right for you that, you know, are negative energies or they're just, you know, just not in the right place for you, it will change your own energy, which will cause an imbalance. So the goal is to locate all of those negative energies or those ones that are just not quite right for you and release those and get them out of there so your body can move and vibrate at its true vibration where it's supposed to be. So most important question of all, how do they purchase this gift? Well, um, actually, the the bioresonance, the mini the mini scan and release session, I'm actually giving that away for free, so they can kind of get a little bit of information and see how it works. And then, if they want to go deeper, obviously that's going to be available as well. And so they can actually sign up to get a free scan on my Canonly link, which is at Canonly.com/slash. Michaela Jones MD slash NFTS dash mini dash scan dash release. I know it's a mouthful, but you know. <laughs> oh my God, send us the link. I know, but you know what? If you, if you don't remember that, they can just go to my website at livingnaturallyforlife.com and just send me an email and I'll send them the link because <laughs> I don't want anyone to miss out on this. So <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think you're going to be busy this holiday season, um, and we we will have this link posted right here by the audio once it's up on the Gifts for the Soul page on News for the Soul. Michaela, this is awesome, and I'm so grateful for you um, adding this gift into our program this year. Thank you so much, and happy holidays. Well, thank you for having me, and happy holidays to you, too. And we're back with more after this. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Black Friday deals are on at Freedom Mobile. Get a nationwide unlimited plan on our growing 5G network for just 34 bucks a month for 24 months when you bring your own phone. So it's more like Black Friday. Conditions apply. Details at freedommobile.ca. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. And it's time to find out about our next gift for the soul. This one comes 
via someone you should be very familiar with if you've been listening to News for the Soul for any length of time, the Psychic Love Doctor, Deborah Lee, who's been with us for many years. Welcome back on and tell us about what your gift is, Deborah. Well, thank you very much and season's greetings to all. Yes, I'm Deborah Lee and I've carried the name of Psychic Love Doctor since, oh boy, 2000 and actually 1997, now that I think back. What I'm offering, well, first of all, I want to explain a little tiny bit about what I do for those who haven't really seen the show or aren't familiar with this method. My grandmother taught me over 30 years ago how to read ordinary playing cards using a method that she called personal prophecy. Now, what makes this method so incredibly unique and dynamic is we're able to perceive the future and at the same time utilize two tools of choice and change, which are extremely instrumental in helping us to create our own reality. So, in effect, we can improve the future before we've even gotten there, and I love that. I mean, so many people are taking advantage of this insight of the perception and the messages that are received through the the deck of ordinary playing cards and this particular method. So what I am offering as a gift is basically your uh, general offer of buy one, get one free. If you buy a reading, and you can go to my website, PsychicLoveDoctor.com, to arrange that, you will also get a free one, which you can uh, offer to somebody else, use as a gift for the holidays, or you can keep it for yourself and use at any time in the future. If you would like, we will also uh, put a very lovely uh, gift certificate into snail mail for you we'll address it we'll make sure it has proper postage and we will send it anywhere in the world that you would like to have it sent as gift from you also i'm offering my free beginners personal prophecy card reading method to anybody who would like to ask for it so it's a wonderful way for you to get a good taste of the method And if you do decide to go on, I can take you all the way to credentialed practitioner as I'm the only living expert of this method. So with that said, I hope that we're going to hear from a lot of folks. Love it. Um, You know, we've been a fly on the wall listening to your readings for a number of years, many years on News for the Soul, and lines are always packed. We'll get readings about Well, don't let the uh, word love in the title of Psychic Love Doctor uh, dissuade anyone to think it's only about love. It is not. We also can cover an entire spectrum from career insights, help with uh, dating, which, of course, is basically attached to love, dating, there's... um, uh, help with coworkers, friends, neighbors, family is a big one. Uh, we're able to, in a sense, pull a little zipper in the top of someone's head and peek in to see what's what's got them. You know, what makes them click? What's uh, 
What's really happening? How do they really feel about you? And wow, this insight in many cases has become invaluable. So yes, the readings, I've even done readings for animals. Uh, and, and not just while they were living, after they've passed. It's amazing the uh, spirit information that you can get from a deceased animal if from the spirit world. So, yeah, we covered just about everything. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad we clarified that. So how can they reach you to purchase the gift? Well, come to my website, psychiclovedoctor.com. And on the top menu, you'll see it says reading store. Simply go to the reading store, and you can select the one uh, that is uh, 30 minutes for $30. And then you'll also get one for free, and we'll discuss with you via email or messaging how you want to handle if this is going to be a gift or if you just want to keep them for yourself. And also about the uh, personal prophecy card reading course, which comes with no strings attached. You could actually use the course in its entirety as a beginner. And amazingly, you could give readings just from that, uh, you know, free course. Also, um, you can email me, Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at psychiclovedoctor.com and I will get back to you and we'll we'll get your order processed. Awesome. awesome. And we oh, have Deborah I'll link to yeah. sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well I was gonna say I want to stress that readings are always confidential. They are always done in private, these sessions. And they do amount to uh, or include an amount of life coaching that goes along with this. So uh really has been very beneficial for myself and also helping others with this insight. So, yes. And we've seen that on your show, too. A lot of people call in literally every week. It's amazing. So thank you so much, Jeff, for bringing this gift forward and and joining the program this year. So happy to have you part of it. And uh, happy holidays. Well, and the very same to you and all the listeners out there. We just love having you. And hope to hear from you. So thank you. And Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) That's Deborah Lee, the Psychic Love Doctor. We're back with more after this. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back to discover our next gift for the soul, another blast from the past, former News for the Soul host, Mary Mazur. Mary, what is your gift for the soul? Oh, hello, Nicole. Thank you for having me. My gift for the soul is connection, love, and fun. 
That is oh. my gift. <laughs> How do you wrap that? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, my uh, my gift is to help connect uh, within my own self. I've done this within myself, and I help others uh, to connect with their higher aspects of themselves, their divinity parts of them, uh, even their higher dimensional parts of them, to may call your higher self and even um, higher dimensions, and uh, be able to open up um, your heart again. So I help people to to uh, leave their minds and to um, step into the heart. And then it's in the heart is where we could have all the beautiful changes. And then we're meant to play here and have fun. So I help people. Let's let's uh, bring back our childless our childlikeness back and um, and playfulness and doing it by by healing the wounds we've had by transforming limiting beliefs that we've created uh, by doing all kinds of amazing stuff. So yeah. <laughs> So how do you facilitate the actual um, uh, healing? With that. So I use a tool called Psych-K. So uh, I am a certified Psych-K instructor and a Psych-K facilitator. So what Psych-K offers is a very is a way to work directly with the subconscious mind. And I'm able to work with people um, um, over Zoom or even on the phone, but typically through Zoom. Uh, where I'm able to connect into their their higher self, their spirit part of them, and then their spirit part of them helps them um, navigate issues that are blocking them, frustrating them, limiting them, or you know, areas right where they have felt wounded or hurt, uh, things like that. And then they get to uh, connect into their wisdom. So the the psyche is an energy field of unconditional love that helps them uh, feel safe enough. Uh, to be able to actually come up with how do, how would they rather things be, help lift them out of those dense, negative, harsh experiences or things that they have are holding on to, and then uh, release those, let those go, and then step into the positive. What, how do they want to be from their heart center? What's their heart's desires? They come up with what they do want, and they literally reprogram their subconscious mind within minutes and um, transform perceptions that they maybe didn't have before or now they'll be able to have so that they can uh, can actually view the world from a whole viewpoint and their own selves from a bigger, wider viewpoint instead of being stuck in just a um, contracted, uh, limited viewpoint. Yes. Um, for those listening uh, who've been with me over the years, you'll remember that uh, you may have heard of Psych K through um, Bruce Lipton who was talking about the most effective ways to clear the the negative stuff and limiting stuff out of the subconscious mind. And I've actually personally done sessions on with Psyche uh, people, and, and they're amazing, literally uh, literally life-changing in, a, in an hour. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so what kind of things have you helped uh, people with with your Psyche sessions, Mary? Yeah, thank you for that. And it's whatever they're ready for to bring in. So I've helped women from like fourth stage cancer heal their bodies back to health um, to people who have gone through, you know, rough, um, let's say divorces. My, my, in fact, even my sister, um, I, you can help friends and family and then also clients. So um, from going through rough, um, abusive, you know, marriages, things like that, where I've helped people step into their personal power and connect and to be able to ground themselves again, center themselves again, and to be able to uh, move uh, more peacefully, divorce or even, um, you know, issues. A lot of people are going through even financial stressors, right, Uh, people that are um, under a lot of stress about scarcity, you know, survival, you know, suffering pains, things like that. And 
the gift with Psyche is you get to be able to look at any of those issues and be able to uh, pick the biggest one that's coming up for you. So I've helped people with each of, each of these areas. And then they get to shift into how would they rather it be. So they're going to use whatever they're going through to help lift them up into expanding into being in a new way, to basically learn the lessons from it, learn the purpose for why it was there, and then be able to rectify it. So, yeah, I've helped people. I've helped a woman that she had a lot of um, – she had a, a – uh, um, previous partner that died and, um, you know, she was a single mom and uh, went through a lot of emotional things through the COVID stuff. So she got very dizzy, couldn't, couldn't, you know, couldn't even stand still well. And she had to wear glasses, her whole vision, her left and right eyes wouldn't work very well together. And yeah, within a short time, within a few, few sessions um, with her, she's amazing. She, she, cause she couldn't drive anymore. She couldn't do a lot of things that limited her greatly. And when once she was able to uh, connect into the purpose for why it was there, and then she got to the root, that's what Psyche helps you with, she got to the source of why that why her body was creating all of this, and then she landed into becoming, um, feeling safe here, feeling centered, and allowing her masculine and feminine to work in unity with herself, and that's what her eyes were, were in conflict about, and it, it came back into harmony. So now she... No longer wears glasses. She can drive and take her kids um, wherever she wants now, and she has is opened up in so much more expansion. Her whole life has changed. So, um, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's uh, huge. So, what are the logistics of this? It's I'm assuming you can do it anywhere in the world. Uh, yes, and I've had clients. I have clients all over the world. I have clients from Australia all the way through America. So the good thing with uh, Zoom is that we can, um, depending on the time tables we adjust our time to do that uh so there's two two things with site gaze one you can have a private session so if you'd like to be, you know want the changes now and you, and that's what site is here for it's for people that are ready for the changes so if someone is still just complaining or wallowing or just mad about stuff and they're not ready to change yet then site is not for them uh, once they get to a point where they're sick of that and they actually realize, wow, i got to change something, boom, then they might hear about Psyche. Because <laughs> Psyche is all about a help assisting you when you're ready to make the change because you're going to make that change within you. You're actually creating the issue that's outside of you, and most people don't think that they are doing that. They may not uh, take that responsibility to realize that we actually are co-creating everything here in this world and in our lives, and that because if you're creating that stuff, you can actually create really good stuff, too, because of it. So um, so with that, yes, a private session is great when people are ready for the changes right away, like the woman that wanted to be able to, you know, drive again and, and, and let go of having to wear glasses, things like that. Uh, and then she did come to my one of my workshops. So you can start getting help with private sessions, which is super helpful. And then what I highly recommend is when, when those that are ready to actually have this tool for their own self or to use it anytime they want is to come to a workshop. So the workshops are perfect because um, they get to work with themselves anytime. I use this several times a day for myself. It, it works very quickly and effectively and helps you shift your vibration and energy field back into your true essence again. So learning it is is the best um uh, best cavity when you're ready for it, when you're ready for that self-responsibility to have it for yourself and to help others. Mm-hmm. So how do people um, book a session with you? Oh, thank you for that. So they'll need to co- go to my website, and my website is igniteandhealyourlife.com. So that's igniteandhealyourlife.com. 
yourlife.com, and they can click contact us. If they want to send me an email, if they have questions about it, Um, I can offer a link for them if they want just 15 minutes where they want to at least test it out, see if this might work for them as a a gift. And then uh, on my website, they can actually book a full session if they're ready for the changes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, what is? Uh, let's give out your website again. Uh, sure. Ignite and heal your life. dot com. And that. And I also am an instructor, so I have my workshops are on there too. I can talk about that a little bit if you want about when they can come learn this too. So, um, what we want to do is. Uh, we're going to put this link on newsforthesoul.com as well by the Gifts for the Soul page beside um, mm. this interview. And uh, got a couple minutes left. What is the most important thing that they need to know? Mm. Oh, great question. That you uh, can make the changes that you're ready for, that you have everything within you, you have the answers within you, you have the wisdom within you, you have the uh, power within you, the whole point is that you can make changes that you uh, your heart desires and that you would love to have. It's just a matter of you having the courage and the willingness uh, to be willing to go make a change and to be willing to, to help yourself with some beautiful tools like Psyche that can greatly help you uh, with making those changes. <laughs> All right, Mary. So <clears throat> grateful that you brought this gift into the program this year. I know uh, that you do have to be ready to change because it works. <laughs> that's why. So that's a good thing. It's amazing. Uh, check Mary's link out there. Mary, have a great uh, holiday season. Well, thank you. You too. I send my love always. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Mary, be well. You too. Bye-bye. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hi, this is Mary Kay Wilson, and you're listening to News for the Soul. 